Okay, welcome. Welcome to Yellow, a podcast about energy work, psychic phenomenon, and spiritual education. I'm your host, Shelby Aesthetic. Okay, so some of you may or may not recognize my voice from some other podcasts that I was a part of in the past where I did clairvoyant and psychic readings um, on air live. And that was a lot of fun, but I wanted to take my podcast in a different direction, which is why I created Yellow. Um, the reason I actually named my podcast Yellow is because of clairvoyancy. That particular color to me, and that particular yellow, I should say, it's new beginnings, and it's something that's very fresh to me when I see that color. And as I had decided to make the podcast, I kept trying to figure out what I wanted to name it, what I wanted to name it. And I finally closed my eyes and I said, well, what should I name it? And that's when I saw my color, that yellow color. And I said, I'm just going to name it yellow. It's the perfect symbolism for the podcast because it really is about fresh new energy that I want to bring to um, the listener. I think something really important that I want to focus on in this podcast is teaching um, the person that goes to the psychic or to the medium, you know, for answers. I want to teach you guys some of the things that you can do on your own so that you don't have to hire somebody um, just to have some simple communication um, with spirit. So um, additionally, I'd like to also uh, have people on to talk about their experiences, whether it's near-death experiences, um, results in physical mediumship, or other psychic phenomenon. Um, There's some really, really interesting work that's happening um, in the scientific community around mediumship um, particularly physical mediumship and the University of Arizona, I think is, is a big part of that, but I would love to have some um, people on to discuss even that and where we're at, um, on a scientific level and explaining some of the things that, um, whether you're clairvoyant or what, um, as a highly sensitive person, even, uh, I think it's a great place to, um, learn the scientific side of spirit. So, um, all of it's going to come together eventually, I believe. Um, and I think a lot of the things that we don't have answers for a lot of the phenomena that we don't understand that we are going to start having answers for. And I think science is a big part of that. So I, I'd love to incorporate some of that into the show as well, um, as having other professionals or maybe even not so professional people, um, in the, in the spiritual community communities that would like to discuss some of their own techniques and things that they've done um, in regards to their own psychic development, mediumship development, Um, because I notice in a lot of forums, I think that's the most um, sought after question is, I think I might be a psychic or I think I might be a medium. What can I do with my energy now? What do I do? What do I do now? There's almost a panic in it. Um, Part of it's excitement, but I think there's a lot of fear around development too because we don't really know and at this point we have the internet so we can be flooded with tons and tons of information which I I tell everybody um, explore as much as possible and take what works with you because there's no one way to spirit and um, I think as this uh, podcast goes on then some of you will come to understand what I mean when I say that Um, so yeah I'm really excited about doing this podcast and some of the people that are going to come on for discussion, but also um, I, I look forward to hearing feedback from you, the listener, on what direction you do want to go and what what do you want to learn about. Uh, this episode, particularly, we're going to talk about grounding and how to ground your energy and what is grounding and why is that important. 
Um, so we're going to start real basic and we're going to start from the beginning. And if you're a highly sensitive person or an empath or if you're just somebody that's interested in energy work and, and wanting to know and learn about the energy body, this is a great place to start. Um, and everything that we do, um, you can always come back and replay it and listen to it. So if you're at work listening to this podcast and you want to try some of these exercises when you have some uh, quiet time or some free time available, then by all means, uh, replay it as often as you want, because uh, the more you incorporate doing this work in your life, the more you, um, you learn to work with your energy and the more you're able to discern your energy, the more understanding you're going to have of what is spirit. And ultimately, what hopefully, inevitably, what, we, what you'll come to is that it's you. So, yes, I am very much looking forward to doing this show, and I'm looking forward to all the feedback that we're going to get from this. And um, stay tuned, and we're going to get started here in just a second. So I think an important place to start is from the heart. Anytime I do any kind of energy work or meditation or if I'm teaching or giving a reading or doing any kind of work at all, I always feel like it's super important to work right from the heart. For me, this just doesn't help to center me. It also reminds me who I am. And in my belief, I am the self. That's what I'm trying to unionize with in this lifetime. So for me, working from the heart is important because I know I'm safe. I'm always working with my own energy. After all, the self is probably the ultimate teacher, right? The the guru of gurus, if you will. That's why I don't use spirit guides or things like that. I just use the soul. I use myself and my intuition. I believe in trusting me. Not that that means I disregard what anyone else says or how they perform in their own lives and get their information with their team or spirits or whoever they work with. There's no wrong way. This is just for me and how I work. And when I teach other people or I'm explaining myself and how to process certain events that are going to take place, then I think it's important to understand where I'm working from. So for me, I'm working from the heart, from the creator. Okay. You can choose however you would like to work from. Uh, I do recommend working from the heart, but you do what feels right to you. Before we get started, it's also really important to understand anytime you're doing energy work, especially in the beginning, it's good to sit in a place that's quiet uh, or at least in a place where you can kind of drown out the, the world around you. You're looking for um, certain things. Some people see colors. Uh, some people feel energy. Some people just have a knowing. Some people say, I don't feel, see, or know anything. And to them, I just say, just live in the experience, use the imagination. And some of the things that you're looking for are going to come as a result of clearing your energy. So the more you work with this, the stronger it becomes. And this is just the beginning for a lot of people. So don't be too hard on yourself and practice, 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 practice. Um, if you're a sensitive person, you should be grounding your energy regularly. I say every day, um, but you do what's comfortable to you. Um, you know, a lot of people have anxieties, um, and social awkwardness a lot of times when they're out in public and they're not that way when they're at home and they, you'll hear people say, I'm such an introvert or I can't go out. It's too overwhelming and things like that. 
a lot of the, a lot of times I feel like those people are sensitive people and some of them even empaths. Uh, they can feel the energy of other people. So they're going out and of course it feels strange. And of course it causes anxiety because you're feeling uh, the, the, the energetic swimming pool, if you will, of everyone. You're feeling everything. So we're not taught energy manners. We don't know how to take care of our energy bodies. And over time, um, it, it constant exposure and anxieties, we get put on medications. Uh, and I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form, if you're on medication to stop, do what your doctor tells you to. I'm not a doctor. Um, but from an energetic standpoint, uh, there are things that we can do to improve our mental health. So in addition to following your doctor's instructions, also uh, do some clearing in your own energy. Learn to ground your energy and learn to bring your energy in. And you may not be feeling so deeply everything else that's around you. It's a hard place to be. Um, you know, wanting to be comfortable in your own skin, but you're sitting in everyone else's. So how do you be comfortable? Well, one of the first places that you can start is grounding. Um, another really great reason for grounding, and I think especially if you're in doing psychic work or if you're a newly awakened medium um, and, you, and you want to read other people and you're in other people's energy and you're doing energy readings, what can you do to steady your energy? What can you do to hone in on your abilities. Um, how can you become a better psychic? How can you see better? How can you hear better? One of the first things uh, but professionals um, and shamans and people that have been doing this for a long time will tell you is you've got to ground your energy. Meditations are important, absolutely. Um, but grounding meditations specifically and working with your energy body those are the things that are going to open you up, um, not only to a safer way uh, to experience your environment, but I think a more expanded way to experience your, envi your environment. When you're grounded and you're experiencing the energy body, you start to have discernment. You understand where you begin and where someone else ends. You know when you're feeling certain things happening, uh, emotions that are starting to take over, you know why you're having them and who those things belong to. Sometimes it does come back to you. Um, sometimes you are the one that's upset. And if you are not a person that is grounding your energy and you're a highly sensitive person, when you're upset, you are saturating everything and everyone around you. Um, and for those of you listening, I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you walk into a room, you can change the energy in that room. You can either make that room change and be happy, or you can change the mood in the room to be sad. And it's all going to be based on what you are doing and what you are feeling. Highly sensitive people, there's just something about not just uh, the, the fact that, that you're feeling everybody, but we're, you guys, you are also very much a part of the influencing the energy in the room too as well. So... That's a big responsibility to have. Um, but the more that you're working with your energy body and the longer that you're practicing with your grounding and your centering, the stronger it becomes where you are carrying only yourself and you're not having to carry all these emotions and the feelings of, of other people. So there's lots of ways to do this. Um, you can work with different symbols, um, which if, you, if you're listening... Um, 
I, I, if you follow me on Twitter and mention this podcast, I can send you some really interesting symbols um, that, you, that you can use for grounding and centering. I, I can't put them on the podcast yet, but <clears throat> I'm on Twitter, Shelby AES. So you can find me there um, and just hit me up about this podcast. So, so when we're grounding, we talk about grounding and centering. There's certain symbols that um, lots of different ancient cultures have used. Um, I think that you, you can find some of the symmetry, uh, um, even in sacred geometry and different things like that. Beautiful uh, ways that you can look at some of these things and you can feel your, your body. You'll understand that, oh, wow, this this symbol is, is to help me ground or this symbol is to help me center. So really interesting stuff, um, especially when you start getting into energy work, because it's almost as if you, it, it's programmed in a way. And you can do that too. You can even create your own symbols <clears throat> if you want, which would be even better, um, and program it to say when you're seeing this that you're centering. And it's simple to do that. You look at the symbol and then you, you do the motion of grounding or the meditation of grounding and you are setting the intention that that symbol is going to bring that feeling of grounding to you every time you look at it. Um, a lot of people program their crystals this way. I'm sure a lot of you guys, um, you know, even set the intention, you know, for, for moon, the moon to clear your crystals and stuff like that. All of that stuff, it's all about really intention and what you're, what you're programming things to do and what you're believing. Because ultimately, um, the mind is driving, you know, your life around you right now is a reflection of your mind. So um, if you set the intention and believe in something and truly believe it, um, then the intention for it to happen becomes much, much stronger. So programming different things for grounding is good. Um, another thing that you can do that's really good, obviously, is going outside into nature, especially if it's not winter. Um, one of my friends lives in Minnesota. So she's deal she deals with snow a lot. And I always feel sorry for her because I live in New Mexico and it's awesome here. <laughs> so I feel sorry for people that have to live around a lot of snow. It's very beautiful, but it's, you know, it's not for me. Anyway, um, if you are going outside and going to, even if you are in the snow, if that's your thing, go out there. Um, uh, the, the earth is extraordinarily grounding. If you can take your shoes off, great. If you can't, that's okay too. Something else even, if you can't go outside, if you can look outside, if you can just catch a glimpse of a, of a tree, you can ask it to help you ground. I know that sounds crazy, um, but for those of you that do it, you understand all you have to do is ask and, and you're going to get it. You're going to get the help that you need. Um, <clears throat> I used to live uh, in an apartment in Alabama and we were on the second floor and, and um, it was in... Uh, uh, kind of in a corner. So right behind us, there was a wood line and it was the coolest, most awesome, uh, back porch ever, because you could just go back there and there was all of these, these trees. And every time I would go stand out there, I could just feel my energy being pulled at my legs. It was so strong. Uh, and I remember my legs would feel so just like 300 pounds, you know, they were just so heavy. And I remember feeling it was anchored from my heart uh, that, and I, I had learned how to ground with those trees. I was exchanging energy with them through the heart, my heart, um, and I was pushing it toward the tree and I w it would bring it down, way down into the roots and then come up under me into where my earth star is and, and then back up into my heart. It was a beautiful experience, but 
Um, trees are great. Plants are great. Nature in general, I think, is naturally grounding. I mean, even if the best that you can do, if you're stuck in bed with no windows, if you can find a picture of anything, um, mountains, an outdoor space, woodsy area, if you're stuck in an office somewhere, if you can have a picture of a place that you've been and just looking in that moment, that picture will take you to that very place that you were. Um, pictures of the ocean, I think, are very clearing also. Um, they help t to help your energy feel clear and fresh. Um, so if you're a visual person, by all means, pictures, uh, you know, movies, anything that you can get, you know, it, that you can lay your eyes on to get the motions going is fine. Some of you have really great imaginations, and I think the people with the most powerful imaginations are also kind of, uh, I, they call them like the, they're like the secret psychic almost. Most of them don't even know. They're such knowers. Uh, they don't really consider themselves psychic, but they just know with their body. Um, a lot of empaths even talk about this when they just know that somebody's lying by, by certain things that happen inside of their body, certain triggers and motions that happen in their body. They know somebody's being dishonest. They know somebody's not, you know, they know somebody's not being, you know, truthful about whatever they're, you know, they're, they're not telling the whole story about something. People like that, those knowers tip, they usually have these really great vivid imaginations. So when they're meditating a lot of times, and I've had lots of clients say this to me, well, I'm not, this isn't my intuition. This is just my imagination. And I say it's really, it's one in the same. It's always going to start with your imagination, sometimes kicking off uh, these visuals that you can have. So, you know, if you're not a seer, if you're not somebody that, if you're not somebody that can see at all, that to you even, I say, it's okay to just know the space around you is being cleared or know um, that you're taking your heart down to the center of, you, you know, your earth star or whatever you're doing, it's okay not to see. <clears throat> a lot of you guys get frustrated, I know, uh, jealous almost of the way other people are able to sense, um, uh, whether it's spirit or energy or anything like that. So before you start doing that or getting upset with yourself, it, it, some of you want to see so badly clairvoyantly, just stop for a second because everybody has the ability to sense and understand spirit, and it is not going to be up to you um, how that takes place. So pay attention to what your energy is telling you. It's going to be up to where it's going to be up to your energy. Can you develop uh, clairvoyance? Can you develop any of the clairs? I think you can absolutely work always towards um, seeing different layers because everything is in layers. It's not just one layer. Some people can see past many layers and go to many different dimensions they can see in. So be patient with yourself and allow yourself to start simple by, by the grounding and the centering work of where you're at right now. There's lots of parts of you. There's many bodies that, uh, that you are. You're not just the physical self. You have an etheric body. Um, you have an emotional self, a mental self, a spiritual self. It goes on and on and on and on and on. And all of that is you. And what you're trying to do is unionize all of that to understand when you're going in, you're actually going out into everything that is that you've created. So you're a part of that. So I know it's kind of hard to kind of grasp all of that, but it really starts very uh, simple. 
the understanding comes when you start to discern who you are. And the best place to start that is through grounding. So, you know, we've, we've already talked about some of the more active things that you can do for grounding, including going outside or going for a walk. Um, holding certain uh, rocks or minerals also may work for certain people. Um, you're going to have to find things that make you feel steady. One of the uh, best, and I think this is an ex- is excellent for centering and grounding yourself and even really clearing your energy because you're in a lot of breath work, is exercise or yoga. When you are using the breath to move energy, whether it's into your muscles or into your chakras, you are moving energy through your body. You're clearing out things that potentially don't belong there. Um, And anything that does belong there is not going to be moved. So anything that has to be there, you can't get rid of, right? So you don't have anything to worry about. The intention when you're exercising is um, you're, you're wanting to sweat. You're wanting to focus energy on your muscles. You're wanting to either develop that muscle to become bigger or more lean, perhaps. Um, you're really focused on an effort to do something. And through breath and, and uh, motion, you're able to do that. Yoga is very similar. Breath work. Uh, and it's super, uh, one of the really, cool, I say it's super important, but honestly, if you're not doing it, it's fine. Uh, but it's a really great method to move, uh, to learn to move energy is through the breath and learning to, you know, when you're inhaling, you're pulling and when you're exhaling, you're pushing and, and things like that. Um, anything that you can do to really um, get to know you, get to know your energy. If you want to learn your chakras um, while, you're, while you're grounding, it would be great to do that. You're imagining, and we're going to do some exercises in a, in a minute. And you don't have to know uh, the chakras. You don't have to know the colors of them. Just be guided by the meditation when we get into it. And um, just kind of go with the flow. And then if you're having trouble seeing visually, um, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. There's no wrong way to do this. If you're just listening and uh, knowing comes over you, it's fine. If nothing happens at all, Don't give up. Keep doing this. Um, A lot of times I think that we have gone through life for so long, um, absorbing so much of other people's energy. It takes a few times to really get your energy moving. And it's not because something is wrong with you. It's that you're probably holding on to a lot of things that don't belong to you. Um, If you're listening to this podcast, my guess is that you're somehow involved in psychic or mediumship, um, or at least you're halfway interested in it. Uh, There's always a reason that these things become apparent in our lives or that we have awakenings or that we are fascinated by the occult or different things. What what is all of that? And it, it really truly is so that we can continue to ask the question is, well, what is that? Well, what happens when, what does happen when we die? Where do we go And then what happens? And then who are we? And all of those questions, they're going to lead you to the answers for the very reason that you're here on earth right now. Okay, let's do an exercise now um, for grounding. And you can do this laying down, standing, sitting, however you are. Just be somewhere where you're comfortable and you can relax a little bit. You can take a few deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Just start to relax your body. And I want you to 
begin to think about the center of your heart. It can be the organ or it can be the heart chakra. It doesn't matter. Just think about it. Imagine it in your mind and look at the very center of it and start to imagine in that center a white, perfect circle. It's a light. It's the pinpoint, the middle point of your heart. And I want you to breathe in that space. And as you breathe in, I want you to let yourself go into that light that you see, into the center of your heart. This is your center. This is who you are. This is your very sacred place right here. It's the most perfect, beautiful place that you can be because it's you. It's who you are. This space is your safety. It's your love. It's everything you've ever desired, wanted, or needed. It's in this space. Everything that's ever been created is right here, and you're right here in the middle of it. This is your center. Now I want you to take a few more deep breaths in through your nose and out your mouth. And when you inhale, I want you to exhale the same amount of breaths that you take in. If you inhale for four seconds, then I want you to hold it for four seconds and exhale for four seconds. If you do seven seconds, that's okay too. I want you to do what's comfortable to you. Just take a moment to be in your space. On your next breath in, I want you to focus on the exhale. As you're leaving the breath through the mouth, I want you to push your energy down from the heart, if you will. I want you to imagine it being pushed down. And as you exhale, and it might take you a few breaths, I want you to keep pushing your heart center down. Past the solar plexus, past the sacral chakra, past the root chakra. Inhale and exhale as you need to. Out the perineum, feel it go past your knees, down your calves through the bottoms of your feet. As your next exhale, go down. Keep going down. You're in your central channel. About two feet below you is what is called your earth star, and that's where you're going to stop. This is your chakra that connects you to the earth. A lot of people enjoy grounding their energy into the earth. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that works for you, then do it by all means. This is a little bit different because this is you using your energy to ground into the earth. It is the union of you and the earth. It's an acknowledgement that you are who you say you are, the I am in you. The self, it unites you with the mother earth, which is you. There's a lot of power in that when you understand who you are. And I just want you to stay here for a moment. 
You can imagine this place, this chakra to be anything that you want. Sit in it. Does it look like the earth? Is there light? Is there lava? Is it stone? Is it bright? Is it dark? There's no wrong answer. Create it. Think of it. And when you have a place that you've built your earth star to look like, every time you think of it, it will start to ground you. Okay, it's time to bring that energy back up and anchor that into the heart now. So go ahead and take a deep breath in through the nose. And as you exhale, I want you to bring that energy into the heart. Pull it up. And it might take you a few breaths. And if you like to do it the reverse way and inhale, exhale, however you got to get it up, you do it. There's no wrong way. Bring it up through your channel, through your feet. There you go. Into the root chakra. Keep pulling. Pull it past the sacral chakra. Past the solar plexus. And let it sit in the heart. You can click it in. You can turn it in and twist it in. However you want to get it to stick. You might hear a clicking sound. You might see something attached to it so that it stays. But now you are grounded from the heart in your own energy. And you're grounded into the earth. And this is a beautiful, beautiful place to be energetically. It's going to help you not only start to really understand, you know, some of the thoughts and feelings that you're having are going to start, especially when you're grounded. They don't stay floating around you so much. You can help to neutralize some of that. And there's lots and lots of things that you can do to help to clear your energy as well. And once you're grounded into the earth, there's, you know, you can ground into source if you want to. That's a whole different, that's a whole different podcast. But there's lots of ways to take care of yourself energetically. But grounding is going to be one of your biggest friends in life. And if you are not somebody that grounds on a regular basis, I ask you to try to do this once a day for two weeks just to ground your energy and watch how your life starts to shift for you. Just in, in doing nothing other than grounding yourself. This energy can't harm you because it is you. You've worked from the heart. You've worked with your own energy, your own source, if you want to call it that, your universe, God, whatever you want to call it. It can't hurt you. I think a lot of us in the very beginning, we get scared because we don't understand because nobody's taught us about energy manners. Nobody's taught us what it means to feel anxiety and how to discern who it belongs to. And a lot of those teachings, unfortunately, that were practiced for a long time, they get blurred out through wars, through different religions. It doesn't matter. But what is lasting past all of that and which will last forever in the human being is is the source itself so all of this will continue to raise up for us we're in a really special time right now to be alive there's this evolution of consciousness that's happening and so many awakenings that are happening it's like a a, a huge shift in the way that uh, we as societies are thinking and not just in the west 
but all over the world. It's a it's an incredible time to watch um, the amount of young people, especially, um, that are sensitive. And what we're doing as a society, whether it be here in uh, the United States or whether it's Denmark or wherever, and how we are treating um, our youth and some of that and the direction that some countries are taking and what some... Um, what some countries are, are doing as a result to, to help protect that part of their children and what other countries are not even, it's not even on their radar. So it's, it's a very interesting time to see uh, what direction um, the different countries are going to take and where we're all going to end up. I'm, I'm excited and very hopeful. Um, I think one of the um, things that a lot of us have seen, especially over, over the past couple of years in some of the spiritual communities is, is we've seen a lot of, um, uh, unfactual, um, evidence kind of coming in and turning, um, uh, re- really ravishing just spiritual communities with, um, really bizarre, uh, conspiracy theories and, diff- and different things like that. And just watching just whole spiritual communities being taken down and, and wondering, well, why, you know, why is it, why is this happening to these spiritual communities? And, and really looking at it for what it is and the way that we are affecting each other or infecting each other, even with some of, uh, you know, some of the people that are, um, trying to exploit, uh, others, for instance, you know, it's just interesting to see certain areas kind of getting swept up in it while watching um, other areas really try to move away from all of that and to stay uh, grounded in what is reality and what is uh, what is really happening. So um, it's interesting. All of it's very, I think, very cool to kind of watch it unfold. Uh, you know, somebody asked me, does it does that kind of stuff scare me? And I say, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, I, I have um, absolute um, and total faith in the direction of the, that the world is going in um, at the moment, and I think that the um, sad and unfortunate things that are taking place are um, caused causing a much larger ripple than than we want to give ourselves credit for. So, uh, that right now is a big push for to make uh, people feel negative and unhealthy, and uh, I don't buy into it. So, you know, I. I Say to anybody listening that is kind of in that space, um, I have all of this had written down to talk about toward the end of the the podcast because it, you know, I wanted to touch on it because I felt like um, so many of us have been um, affected negatively by um, not just social media, but I think the idea uh, um, of where everybody is, whether I don't care what country you're, you're in, everybody's been affected affected by this COVID and the way things that have happened with COVID and everything that's going on with that, in addition to all the political turmoil that happens in different countries. So that's on top of all that. But um, I think it's important to remember that we cannot get wrapped up in um, this constant negative feed of everything that is happening um, on all the sad parts that are happening, we also have to remember and experience a lot of the good things that are happening. And if we're not looking at them, they're going to pass us by. Um, and, I, and I say that from a place, uh, coming from a place, you know, where I've had uh, many hard and difficult years. And, and like many of you out there listening, and the, the struggle has been just this, it, it was, you know, it was hurtful and it was constant. But being able to find those moments of light in spite of all of that and being able to look in another human being's eyes and to recognize myself in them and to have a moment where I can have compassion for somebody instead of wanting to tear them apart, pulling my energy in, 
reminding me that how I'm feeling and what I'm doing when I go out in public and how that's affecting the public, how that affects everybody that's listening right now. What is my headspace when I'm coming on and talking about this stuff? Uh, We want to project love because that is who we are ultimately. But we also have a responsibility as human beings. We're allowed, you know, to feel things are going to happen. We're going to be angry. We're going to be sad. It's okay to feel. What's not okay is that we are irresponsible with our energy bodies and we're irresponsible with if that even means healing everybody around us but ourselves, you know, healing all day long other people and then going home and just crashing because you're too exhausted to move. You're doing a disservice to yourself. And I think it's time, uh, whether you're an empath, an energy healer, I don't, a medium, whatever you're, I don't, a lawyer, <laughs> uh, whatever you're doing, I don't care. Um, um, it's our, it's our responsibility to be responsible for our energy. And it's time for us as individuals, human beings, um, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call yourself, it is time for us to, um, start having, um, compassion and love for ourselves. In addition to what we're doing, um, we have to love ourselves. So start learning your energy, start grounding your energy and watch the changes that happen, the significant changes that happen when you're feeling the, the, the political turmoil or you're, or you're feeling, you know, the turmoil from COVID ground, the feelings, ground the energy through the channel and let it go down. It's going to neutralize that. You want to keep your energy moving. You want to keep it so that you're not stagnating thoughts. You're not, you're not getting loops in your energy. You're not collecting thought forms. You're not interacting with thought forms. You don't want to um, interact with, you know, different kinds of things that can, attachments, whatever you want to call them. You don't want to interact with any of that stuff. You want to know the true nature of you and your reality. So ground all of that stuff around you. Learn what is you and what is someone else. Question everything that's coming through your mind. It all starts with asking questions and then you start to ground and center your energy. And when your energy is clear and you are grounded, your information comes in stronger. Your intuition is stronger. You know, you don't just, yeah, I think so. You know, you're going to know the truth. Uh, people that are really trying out there to, to, you know, that you want your sense to be this clairvoyant or you want it to be uh, clear audience, whatever it is you're wanting out there, set your intention And then you have to keep an open mind on how to get there. Let your spirit guide you. Do that by grounding the energy around you. You want to learn who you are so that you can hear yourself talking, so that you know what direction that you want to go in. Um, I always say like these these amazing sparks that we have, whether they're whether it's creative energy or um, you know, you know, you're playing new music and you suddenly create this awesome ballad or you create this amazing painting overnight or, uh, a new song or whatever it is, you know, you're bringing this force in. And what is that? That that's you. It's not something outside of you. And you, you can tap into that anytime you want. It's just a matter of learning to discern your, your energy. So you can push through, move through and flow through everything that you have to with ease so that you can attain and keep the energies around you that you really want. 
Um, and the more that you do this, the more that you're interacting with, with yourself and the more that you're trusting yourself to, to do these energy exercises, um, the, the stronger that it's going to get. Um, if you, if you need to find yourself a teacher, go find a teacher. I always, you know, say, make sure that you're, you know, if you're getting a reading or you're finding a teacher, you always vet your teachers properly, you know, go to their websites and look at their reviews and whatever else you have to do. But, um, don't just go throwing money at people. Um, some of this stuff you can really, you can really do on your own. Um, there, I'm sure there's tons of other podcasts out there that talk about, um, energy work too. So, um, and hopefully in the future, uh, my hope is to do one of these podcasts a, a month or maybe two, if I'm super ambitious and, uh, to, to do different kinds of energy works and clearing your energy and, you know, how, how to move energy around your house and how do you clear your house and all this stuff. So there's, there's lots and lots of stuff that you can learn, um, through podcasts or reading or books or anything like that. Uh, if you don't have a lot of money, there's always, there's always things you can do. Um, but for me, the biggest thing that I can tell you, um, and then I have told myself always is I am asking, I'm asking for what I want. I am saying, I want to know uh, the truth, you know, I want to, or I want to learn more about, um, energy. I want to know more about how can I, you know, help me open my, my third eye. How can I do that? There's all kinds of stuff you can ask for. So ask for it and then set the intention. You're, you've asked for it. You're listen, you're going to get what you want, right? Because if it's true, if you're the, the self, the creator, uh, then you then you would never deny yourself of anything unless you wanted to deny yourself of something and then you're you're giving it to yourself anyway right so you're going to get what you want but you you know it's the belief in that it's not just the it's not just the saying it's the belief in that and how do you become a believer by trust fall and uh i say that i say that to um a lot of my clients and people i'm working with you have to you have to trust fall into the universe sometimes you have to trust fall into the self. Sometimes you have to just say, all right, I've asked for it. And now I'm just, I'm going to believe it. And when doubt comes in, ground it. Like I just, like we just talked about, like I just showed you get in your heart, look at that fear when it comes to you, you're not going to get what you want. And you tell it, I thank you for coming to me because fear is just your teacher. Thank you for coming to me. I, I will try to figure out why you're coming to me this way and ground it, take it downstairs past Past all of that, take it down, take it down into the earth star, take it down all the way into the middle of the earth if you want to, and let it neutralize. It does not belong around your head. Those uh, things that you're interacting with, that you're talking to, that you're allowing it um, to come in through the mental body, through obsession, and then exploit your feelings through the emotional body, you don't need to do that. Take it down and ground it and trust that you're going to get what you want and then you have to keep grounding that negativity. Eventually, when fear comes to you, uh, it will either stop or when it comes to you, you're going to see it right away. And instead of looking at it like it's scary or letting it give you the feelings of fear when you begin to feel them, you can ground that stuff. You can say, you know, it's coming to you to teach you. Thank you. Now ground it. It doesn't have to be scary. It's simple. Just ground it down and then it doesn't have the power over you. You're not interacting with the fear any longer. You've actually shown love to it in response. Fear has done its lesson then, hasn't it? 
it turned you inward. It showed you how to be who you truly were. So trust yourself, ask for what you want, trust that you're going to get it and start grounding some of these fears that you're having. Feelings are the same way. It, you know, those are the worst. <laughs> those oh, feelings are the worst. They really are. But you can ground those things too. I'm not saying that you should walk around and never feel anything, um, especially if you're having a panic attack. Um, if you're extraordinarily emotional, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to ground this stuff. So in those times, be patient with yourself. You're going to get through that. And when you're done, then you can start to go back into that moment if you need to and start grounding that. Remember, you are everything. You're forward and backwards, which means you can revisit past traumas, uh, emotional attacks, abuses, anything, and you can ground the energy of that feeling. It doesn't have to continue um, to dictate um, your life now. Those, those um, events cause energetic scarring around the heart. Uh, and what you want to do is detangle from that. And one of the best ways to do that is to put ground the energy when it's coming at you, ground the energy. So um, obviously, if you know, if it's very traumatic events, you you have somebody that you can talk to um, a professional, hopefully. Um, and but the, all of this energy stuff is in addition to things that uh, you want to do in your regular life. So if you're you know, having to take medications and you're seeing therapy, there's nothing wrong with you at all. Do what you need to do. And you can add some of this stuff in your life to help supplement with what you're doing. Um, I think it's important for us. Um, and I say us being the human beings, whether you're sensitive or not, but I think it's important for us to understand. And I do think that science is coming to a place where it's able to explain this, but I think that, that, uh, it's important for us to understand what we are walking in. We, we, we've come a long way in our evolution as human beings, but we've not really discovered uh, much outside of the physical body. Um, and I think maybe some um, places in history, there have been pockets of people and civilizations that have, tribes that have, indigenous peoples that have. Um, but specifically, I'm talking about uh, with, within probably the last few thousand years with, with um, I think, like worldly um, and I know like in some Eastern countries, a lot of this stuff has already been um, um, understood. So we're just now in the West, I think, kind of coming into some understanding of this. But I think overall, we're in a space of um, a place of evolution, a space of evolution, really, too. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm I'm I don't know about you guys, but um, it, it is always exciting to kind of think about being a part of that. But it's even more exciting to think that. Um, we're going to start having some things that were unexplainable. We're going to be able to start explaining. So, um, yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and some of the suggestions for grounding and, of course, the grounding exercise. Um, if you ha have any uh, suggestions on future shows, you are welcome to hit me up. Find me on Twitter. Uh, it's probably the easiest place to find me. Um, it's at Shelby AES, S-H-E-L-B-Y-A-E-S. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode one of Yellow. I'm not sure what we're going to do on the next episode yet, but so do stay tuned. Like I said, I'm hoping to do this uh, once or twice a month. So um, I'm excited and uh, thank everybody for listening. Appreciate you and uh, enjoy everything.